Welcome to another edition of the uh, Stripe Show podcast. It is Froggy Wednesdays, and we are smack dab in the middle of Players Week. This is this is personally, and maybe it's because I live in Ponte Vedra, so maybe I'm a little bit biased, but this is my favorite tournament of the year. I love the Masters. I love the Majors, but I do. There's just something about Players Week that gets me going, and so we love to delve in and get deeper into the golf course on, this, uh, on Players Week and find out more. We're joined by... Caddy for many, many, many years on the tour. I believe over 20 years of caddying on the tour. Now works for NBC Sports live on site at TPC Sawgrass. John Wood. John, thank you so much for your time, man. My pleasure, Froggy. Thanks for having me. I mean, we've had some decent weather here in, in Ponte Vedra leading up to the players, and I was hoping that it was going to continue. But, man, it looks like we are going to be in for a hell of a ride come Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It is going to be an endurance test, no doubt about it. Um, you're going to have to show, in addition to everything else you need on this course, you're going to have to have a lot of patience this week because uh, there's definitely going to be some stops and starts out there, I think, just because of the weather delays. Um, but, uh, you know, guys are used to that, but some guys get really frustrated by it, especially if they're on a good run and they have to pause for it. Right. Um, so that's something we'll have to watch out for. So l- let me first get back to going over last week. So last week, Rory comes out of the chute. At, uh, at at API Bay Hill and fires a great round. And then as the week goes on, plays worse. This has seemed to be a trend lately that we've seen that he hasn't played well on the weekends, but then comes out and has a heart, has a really a difficult time about the golf course was set up too hard. But we had heard earlier in the year, John Rom said golf courses were set up too easy. Are they both right? <laughs> Are they both wrong? <laughs> yeah, they're both right and they're both wrong. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's so much condition depends on conditions. You can set up a golf course exactly how you want it and have it exactly where you want it on Wednesday, but then you're kind of, you know, you're, you're at the mercy of the, the elements. And last week they had, you know, some, a lot of dry weather, uh, and some wind that dried things out. The rough was obviously are very long and, uh, you know, it just gets tough. Other weeks you've got it set up where it looks tough on Tuesday, Wednesday, all of a sudden it gets a little softer. The wind lies down and, you know, given those conditions, these guys are going to shoot nothing, no matter how the course is set up. So, um, yeah, you know, it's just, it's something you can't, I don't think either of them lets it affect them very much. And that's the key. You can't go out there thinking this is set up too hard or this is set up too easy. It is what it is. Everybody's playing the same course and, uh, you know, until it's all over, it doesn't do any good even to talk about it, to be honest with you. So John, knowing that this weather's coming in, uh, are you better off this weekend knowing what we know with the weather? Are you better off with the, with the early late draw? Are you better off with the late early draw? Do we know yet? You never know. You know, I've, I've looked at some weeks when you think, okay, we're getting a great draw here. And all of a sudden, you know, if, if the, if the forecast is a few hours off, all of a sudden it's completely the opposite. So you don't know. I mean, until the, the cuts made, you really have no idea what the good, good what the good break is going to be. So hard to tell there. So with the golf course playing the way it will play, who do you think it benefits this week? with the weather because everybody's going to have to deal. I know, like you said, the wet conditions will allow these guys to go at pins that they wouldn't normally be able to go at a softer golf course is easier for these guys because they are the best in the world. But when the wind starts blowing, who does it favor as we move into the weekend rounds? Boy, that's a great question. And and I, the main thing I say about this course all the time and to my eye, I'm with you. It is the fairest golf course we play all year long. And, and the reason I say that is because you look at the list of, we were talking about this off the air, the list of winners, there's no one style of game that, that fits here. It's, you've got to have everything working. 
Um, and, and bombers have won, short hitters have won, straight hitters have won, you know, some some guys who aren't so straight have won. It's just whoever's playing best is going to win this week, which isn't always the case because some courses favor one type, some forces favor another. Um, when the wind really picks up this Saturday and Sunday, um, I think it's going to be a, a very much a, a patience test. Um, you're going to see a, you're going to get see guys taking a lot of time on their shots, not playing slowly, but right. gosh, every every swing out here is, is a double bogey waking to ha- waiting to happen. So um, you just got to be very smart, um, put your ball in the right spot, miss wise, that you can get some some up and downs when you do miss greens. Um, but in terms of favoring a type of player. Um, I don't really think this course does. It's just whoever's playing best that week. I mean, the 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 when you go down the list of winners, we know Tiger's won the event twice. We know uh, Ricky Fowler has won. Completely different player than Tiger Woods. We know Sergio Garcia's won. Rory's won. Justin Thomas won. Uh, KJ Choi has won the players. Webb Simpson. So there is it's such a vast variety and so many different ways to go about winning this golf tournament that you can't just come in here we, you know, we talk every year about, you know, Bryson's going to hit it so far. DJ sitting it long. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, John Rom sitting it long. Brooks Kepka. But you can't overpower this golf course. Why is that? Uh, just because of the angle. So many, um, you know, you can hit driver every hole if you choose to. But so many, so many points this course pinches where drivers come in, either in terms of an angle gets cut off. Or, um, you know, if you miss it, the fairway at, uh, say, 270, 280 might be 20. You get up there into 320, 330, it might be, you know, 12 yards wide. So there's a lot of pinching and a lot of, of, of dog legs where right when you want the ball to, to finish, it starts pinching. So um, it's just it's a course you can't overpower. There's very few holes. Um, I can think of only a handful where you can just, you know, hit driver as far as you want. They're just, they don't exist on this golf course. So it gives you a lot of great choices off of tees. You know, do I want to take some chances and try and get some wedges in my hands? Or do I want to lay back and, you know, leave myself in the fairway every hole? It's a, it's a great options course. It is. I mean, when you start off, one is once a great hole. It's not terribly hard. You can get, get off to a good start. Two is a good par five. Um, <clears throat> three can play really hard some days. Four short, then five is an absolute beast of a hole, especially if it's playing into the wind. Yeah, and you touched on it. That's I've looked at the forecast. We are going to get every single wind direction this week, which is makes for some exciting club choices out there. Because sometimes during the week, the wind stays the same direction all week. Right. You've got a very you got you've got history. You've got here's what we did on Thursday. It went this far, same club, da da da. Well, this week is completely the opposite. Every day the wind shifts to a different direction and a different strength. Um, so there is going to be a lot of uh, it's going to be a huge caddy week with the weather and the the wind. Um, it, it, you're not going to see somebody win who doesn't have a very very good caddy on the bag this week, just because it's going to be hugely important. And so knowing that, knowing you know you've been on on, on a bag for tons of PGA tour winners. You've caddied for many, many years. You know a lot about this golf course. What is it about Pete Dye's design that is almost it? when you get done playing and listen, as an amateur, I know can compare my round very little to what these guys are going to go through this weekend, <laughs> but it's almost exhausting when you, when you finish 18 holes at TPC Sawgrass in the stadium course, it's almost exhausting. Why is that? Oh, no question about it. Just because of the, the mental the mental acuity you need to play out there. Some courses, they're just, they're not that many decisions you have to make. Uh, you know, you hit driver on this hole every time, you know, you hit this approach to this pin. 
this course, every single shot requires a lot of thought. Um, and and, and I, in my mind, when players make mistakes out here, most of the time it's because of indecision. Mm-hmm. They're not sure. They get over the ball and they're thinking, is this the right club? Is this the right shot? Is this the right shape? Uh, and this course, every single shot requires thought. And um, that's that's why you, you finish the round. And I, you're exactly right. I finished rounds here and gotten back to wherever I'm staying and sat on the couch and just felt like I've been in a prize fight and I'm not even hitting any shots. So um, it's just the mental acuity and you just can't let your guard down for one second out here um, or or you can, you know, one swing, like we said, can make the mean the difference between winning the tournament and, and not. I mean, there are so many holes that, are, that, that require decision-making that really you probably don't, you, you're not able to do the same thing every single day because it depends on the weather, the tee placement, the pin placement, correct? Correct. Absolutely. You kind of, you come up with a game plan and, and you say, you know, with, with this wind, um, this is how we're going to play this hole. If we get a different direction and it's this wind with this strength, we're going to play it this way. So you've got to have contingency plans because, uh, you know, the way you play a hole one day, like you said, is going to be completely different the next day. So you've got to have those contingency plans one day, a hole might be just make par and get out of here. And the next day you might be thinking everybody's going to birdie this hole today because it's straight downwind. Um, so it's just, you got to have contingency plans because there's so many ways to play this course, especially with different wind directions. Now, how difficult is it as a caddy to make sure that uh, almost getting your player to do what you think is best versus what he thinks is best? You know, you've got to be prepared and you've got to have you've got to have information for him as to why you think your decision is right. Um, A lot of times there are more than one correct shot uh, and you've got to feel that in your player and decide, does he really not want to? This might be the right shot that I think, but he doesn't want to hit that shot. The other one's going to work, too. Uh, You know, whether you want to hit a little eight into into this hole because it's into the wind or kind of crush a nine. You know, both could be totally fine. You've got to kind of get a feel for what your player's swinging better at and what he wants to do. Um, and, there, and if there's times when you just feel like you're, you've got the right club and he's making the wrong decision for some reason, you've got to have backups and give him reasons why. You can't just say, I feel it. You've got to say, look, you've got 156 here, three holes ago, ago hitting the exact same direction. You carried nine iron, 155. This is going to be plenty of club. You don't need one more. Uh, so as long as you've got that information for him, um, here's why. And then it's his. Is he, if he decides, you know, I don't, I don't agree with you. I'm hitting my club. That's fine. You've given him the information. Let him make the choice. But uh, if you've got a f- really strong feeling and it's not his feeling, you've got to have reasons. And if you've got good reasons, usually they'll they'll buy right into it. TPC is such a mental task from the first tee until you're knocking in on on 18. It really truly is a mental task, and I can't imagine what it's like as a caddy walking with your player. As you approach that 16 green over your right shoulder, <laughs> you see it sitting there. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, what will happen if you watch the telecast, you'll, you know, you'll watch guys walking up 16, and the players not so much do this because they're focused on one shot at a time, what they're doing. But right. caddies will start working on the 17th hole during the 16th hole. We'll watch the group in front and watch the balls fly from the side. Are they getting hit by the wind? Um, are they getting helped by the wind? Um, you know, you can you can recognize um, uh, trends where, let's say, you, you know, the two groups in front, you see a guy who's hit it long, and and the group behind, in front of you, one guy's hit it long, one guy's hit it to the back edge. Well, all of a sudden, you know that hole's playing short, so you've got to you've got to file that away and 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 have that information in case you do get in between over there. 
But uh, yeah, you, as a caddy, you start working on that shot on the 16th hole, and and you honestly you're aware of it before you even start the round. You know what the wind's supposed to be doing, where the hole location is, and you've already got an idea of what you're going to want to tell your player to do. Um, and and if those conditions remain the same, you know you've you've, you've rehearsed it a little bit. But uh, there's there's no there's no easy days on that hole. I don't care what happens, there just aren't. And as you approach a hole, like for example, I know the on the card it's 137. It plays a different yardage depending on where the pin is and whatnot and what the wind's doing. But as you approach, let's say maybe you hit your approach because 16's tough because 16's a par five. So if you're able to get home in two, you have not hit a shot like you're going to hit on 17. You haven't had any kind of iron in your hand like you're going to hit there. So at any point, are you trying to on 14 or 15? Are you trying to create that shot that you're going to hit on 17 to get that feel so that you have it? No, no, because every shot is so important, like we talked about. You don't want to sacrifice one shot just to, to get a feel for a shot that you might be hitting in a few holes. Um, you want to give every shot full attention. And, and you know, when you get to usually as a caddy, when you get on, on 16 green, you know exactly what you're going to want to tell your player at that point. And um, physically, um, honestly, Froggy, I mean, everybody says if, if, if there, if that wasn't an Island green, it would be one of the simplest par threes on right. tour every single year. Well, it's know. a wedge or a nine iron at most, sometimes a gap wedge or a sand wedge to, uh, a green. that's not especially difficult. Um, you know, it would be, if it wasn't surrounded by water and the 17th hole on the, the most expensive tournament of the year, <laughs> I think it would be a 2.5 scoring average on that hole. I mean, it just, just the facts. But uh, the, where it is in the round, where it is in the tournament, um, it's just all you want. Now, let me ask you this. Your conversation with your player walking from 16 green to 17 T. what's that conversation like? Uh, there usually wasn't one. The only time there was if you felt like he was in a really bad place. If he made a couple of bad, played a couple of bad holes, you know, maybe hit one in the water going for it in two on 16, maybe bogeyed the hole before. If he's in a bad place, then you want to – you want to get him out of there just because that, you know, that next shot is so important. Right. And that conversation becomes something completely non-golf related. How, you know, what's, what is, uh, you know, when I was with Cooch, I'd say, Hey, Cameron got any baseball games this weekend? Or, um, you know, it, does, uh, does Carson have a tennis tournament this weekend and get it, get their mind off it for two minutes. You know, that's huge. And all of a sudden they've hopefully forgotten about the, the mistakes they've made on the previous two holes and they're, they're starting fresh. If they're playing well and they're in a groove and they're swinging well, they, I, I don't think there's a conversation at all. You just let them do what he's doing. Um, don't build it up more than it is and, and give him the information like any other golf shot you ever would when he's over on the tee and uh, just go from there. So um, it, it depends on where he is and how he's playing. And what's even crazier is once you're done with 17, so you've, you've made it through 16, <laughs> you've played 17, and you go stand up on 18 tee, and I swear the fairway looks like it's three yards wide. You, I, you can't I, hit it left, brutal. and right is in the trees. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know we talked about how many ways you can play this golf course. That hole has has demonstrated that more than any other on the course. I think you, you watch when Ricky won. I mean, Ricky hit four drivers there over the corner and had four wedges into that hole. So he made up his mind early in the week. This is how I'm going to play it. This is what I'm going to do. You know, whatever cost I have to pay, so be it. And he striped it every time. Um, and you'll see guys like like uh, Justin Thomas last year, kind of hitting a low low draw, kind of shaping it with the fairway. And then you see Tiger Woods always hitting that stinger two iron. So there's there's multiple ways to play that hole as well. And uh, but yeah, you, you kind of take a deep breath when you're done with 17. 
And then you go, oh my god, this shot's this shot's a lot harder than it is. The, the thing on the thing on eighteen is you've got to bail. <laughs> you can bail right if you want to, and then just wedge out, wedge on the green. But uh, you know, it's it's just not a fun tee shot. It's it's brutally difficult. But it's fair if you if you step up there and hit the shot, you're going to be rewarded. And if you bail out a little bit, you've got uh, you're going to struggle to make a five. It is an absolutely beautiful golf course. It's a beautiful property. I love the tournament. How much of an increase of the purse? Does that matter to the players this week? With it's now a twenty million dollar purse this week, and the winner takes home three point six million of that. And I think they think about it, you know, before the event, maybe after the event, but I, I don't think it affects much, you know, during play. Um, it's just nothing you can do about it. It's not, um, you know, if you're in this event, most likely you're in a pretty good place, anyways, um, and it's not going to be. It's not going to affect you one way or the other how you how you play the golf course. You're not all of a sudden going to say, "Well, I'm going to I'm going to play for third place here because it's this much money." Right. That's not going to happen. Uh, guys, and get yourself in position to win this tournament. You try and win, um, but yeah, it's it's um, you know you, you said it. You love the majors. You love this event. And I'll, from my point of view, and I know there's there's going to be a lot of feedback and blowback on this, but all I can tell you as a player and a caddy, when you're on this range warming up before the rounds, mm -hmm. there's no difference between how it feels here or a major. It's the same feeling. It, it's that important. So I know it's, you know, wow. it, it's not going to be called a major probably, but uh, the feeling when you're getting ready to go here, there's no difference here or a major. None. So, so the players does mean a little bit more. Oh, absolutely. No question about it. I mean, if it were up to me, it would be a major to me. Just because it's that good a course, it's that fair, the field's phenomenal, um, and it's just a flagship event. So in, in my mind, I, it always felt like a major to me, and I'm sure it does for most of the players and caddies as well. Yeah, I mean, as a fan, I, I, I am, I'm kind of torn. I don't like the fact that we're going to have some negative weather rolling in. It's supposed to be cold on Sunday morning in the 30s. Mm -hmm. uh, and then sunny on Sunday afternoon when we, when we need to get finished. But the wind's going to blow, so... Is it's like as a fan, I don't like the weather, but to see it be a bigger test, what do you think? Knowing what we know right now on Wednesday morning, and we're playing practice rounds and 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 whatnot, where do you see the winning score on Sunday afternoon? Boy, that's a great question. Um, I would say eight to ten. Under? Um, eight to ten under, yeah, wow. yeah, because I think there's going to be obviously the wind's going to be up, and you're going to get some rain, but there's going to be lots of stretches where. There, there isn't a ton of wind. And even if it's raining then, with a soft golf course, guys, you know, there will be some guys who are playing well. And, um, you know, those top guys will, will always give themselves plenty of birdie opportunities, especially, as you alluded to, the par fives are, are very gettable out here. Um, so I, I, I think 8 to 10 would probably be a, a good number to sit on, and uh, I think a lot of guys would take that right now. Oh, for sure, without a doubt. Now, John, you've caddied for some amazing players. Was... TPC Sawgrass and the Players' Championship, one they always geared up for. Was there always a little bit more preparation that went into this event? Yeah, absolutely. And and there were some times when you felt like um, um, Hunter Mahan, I worked for Hunter for a long time, a great, great player. And sometimes he would overwork himself this week um, because it meant so much to him. So, you know, a, a regular week he might play, you know, practice a little bit Tuesday, play nine holes, do the pro-am and, and ready to go. Whereas... You know, he'd get here and practice a long day on Monday, play 18, practice again Tuesday, play 18. And by the time we got around to Thursday, you know, we've we've completely changed our routine and, and you've lost a lot of energy. And um, so you've got to be careful of, of overworking yourself early in the wake here because 
A, the practice facilities are so fun to be at. They're just, it's the greatest range in the world, the greatest short game areas in the world to work on. So it's fun to actually practice here, but you've got to, you've got to keep in mind that you need a lot of energy Thursday through Sunday. And um, you'll see a, a lot of the younger guys or first timers here uh, kind of outwork themselves on, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and only a few years later do they learn to stick to their same routine. Yeah, I mean, I think we're in for a hell of a tournament this week. Every, like you said, every single day is going to be different than the day before. Um, yep, exactly. which is good. I mean, it sucks for them, but it's great for us as fans. It's great for you now, especially. It's a completely different story for you. You've gone from being on the bag where it would have been ten times more work to now working for television. Um, you kind of get to sit back and enjoy it and, and get to watch it. How have you? enjoyed your move from the bag to tv i'm having a great time froggy I, i'm really enjoying it um it's a different kind of challenge uh but a lot of the preparation work is the same as when i was a caddy you know i still walk courses i still figure out what's the best way to play it um it, it's fun talking to, you know to my old friends you guys have known forever who are still caddying and players and hopefully getting a little inside info that I can share with the viewers. Uh, but I, I'm absolutely having a great time and uh, I do miss catting. And, and this is one of the weeks I definitely would, would miss it here or, or Augusta, something like that. But uh, I'm having a great time doing this. Now, would you like to do what bones is doing at some point be and, and do both or are you full-time carrying the microphone now? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy doing what I'm doing here. And uh, you know, if it were a, a, a situation where I, I got to fill, fill in for somebody for a week, you know, say, their regular caddy is, is got to be home or not, not there for the week. I would mm-hmm. more than welcome that. But uh, in terms of doing both full time, um, I, I don't think I would, I would want to do that. Right. It's, it's the, uh, it's a lot easier to stand there and watch somebody else hit a shot, especially on <laughs> weeks like this. It's, it's, uh, it's very true. It's much, and I never, much I never, I never have to change my flights. I'm always here on the weekends. I never have to leave Friday night. So there you go. It's a little it's a, easier. Right. you're always going to make the cut. <laughs> That's right. Uh, before we let you go real quick, tonight uh, Tiger Woods gets his very mm. well-deserved spot in the mm. Golf Hall of Fame. Um, I don't think anybody's surprised that this is happening. I mean, they could they could make a Tiger Woods Hall of Fame at this point uh, with everything that he's done. Um, reflect back a little bit on some time that you've spent watching Tiger play on the golf course and exactly what it's meant for your career because I'm sure you've spent plenty of rounds with him. Absolutely. And uh, it's been one of the the privileges of my life to come out here about when he did um, and been able to watch this whole thing from the beginning to, to where he is now. And, um, you know, I consider him a friend and he's a guy that you learn so much at in those, those team rooms at president's cups and, and Ryder cups, you learn so much just being around him, even if he's not, you know, outwardly sharing things with you. Um, you just watch the way he goes about his work and it's just, it's, it's, it's perfection. And, um, you know, the thing I'm, I'm happy about Tiger, obviously he's had a lot of injuries and some stuff happened in his career, but t- right now he seems happier than I've, than I've ever seen him in his life. And I think that's just, that's so great for him. Um, he's given so much to golf and, uh, I, I'm just thrilled that he's enjoying his time as a father, um, and, and obviously recovering from that horrific crash. But, um, I think the world of the guy, and, and like you said, there, there should be almost a separate wing for Tiger in the, in the golf hall of fame. Yeah, I mean, what he's done for golf is is, is just unmatched. And I, I know every generation thinks their generation did more than the one before it. But I'm just to see what he to, to walk down the range and see the young guys to see yesterday. I'm standing there on the range watching them, and there's a guy that rolls by with two. They look like coolers. When you open them up, they were Theraguns. To see the athleticism that has changed in golf, 
I'm not saying it's all Tiger Woods, but I do believe that Tiger Woods had such a wide effect on how golf is played. And now the top five in the world are all under 30 years old for the first time. I believe that is a part of the Tiger Woods effect as well. And so his his change of golf is going to last long beyond his playing years. I hope he's able to play again sometime soon. I would love to see Tiger tee it up because golf's better with Tiger without a doubt. Golf's in a great spot right now, but it's always better if we're able to add Tiger Woods into the mix. But what he's done for golf will carry on for many, many years, long after he's no longer swinging a club. Oh, no question. This this game looks so different today than when I started. And had Tiger never come out here, I, I don't think it would, honestly. Um, but you, you, you look at the range these days and everybody's fit, you know, everybody is, is, is working on all aspects of their game. There's, there's nothing you leave to chance. And, um, you watch guys come out of college now and it used to be golf. You know, when I was growing up, it was always golfers prime was in their thirties because they've got some experience. They've still got the physicality. Now guys watch the guys who are coming out now, watch tiger growing up, watch him win right away. And they have it in their head that there is absolutely no reason why I can't come right out of college and start winning. And you'll see it from guys like Morikawa and Spieth and, and JT. And it's just a different mindset. These guys come out here ready to win with complete games. And uh, like you said, I, I attribute most of that to Tiger. Yeah. It's crazy how much one man can really change a sport. And I don't, I don't, I don't believe that that's why he got into it, but I do believe that he embraced the fact that he was making a difference and changing the sport. And it's great to see where golf is now. We are in a better place. And the reason we have these other leagues that I'll leave unnamed and people who are trying to, to do whatever they're trying to do, I believe is happening because golf is in such a good spot. If, if, if you're not winning, nobody's trying to take anything from you, but when you're on top, everybody wants to take a shot at you. Absolutely. So it's good. But, John, I appreciate it, man. Good luck this week. Make sure you pack your your rain gear, your ponchos, <laughs> and umbrella because I know you're going to be out there uh, on, on the golf course. We'll obviously see you uh, starting tomorrow on the on the Golf Channel, and then we'll see you on NBC on Saturday and Sunday. And stay dry. Good luck to you, man, and thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate all your insight because I know you know a lot about TPC Sawgrass. I haven't walked this golf course many, many times. My pleasure, Froggy. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it, John. We will talk to you soon. Thank you for uh, okay. listening to another edition of the Stripe Show podcast. We will be back tomorrow. Episodes all week this week as we get you through the Players' Championship at TPC Sawgrass in Ponte Vedra Beach. Thanks for listening to the Stripe Show podcast.